Hello, hello, Kristen here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded before the podcast name change. If you hear any old terminology, that's why. Thank you for listening. I'm excited to bring you the topic of self-love with the wonderful Susan Adhikari, also known as Suze. That's how you'll find her on Facebook. She is a love and a treasure and has wonderful, wonderful thoughts about self-love, how you can bring it into your life, how you can recognize if you aren't loving yourself and what it does to you when you're trying to achieve a goal and you don't really love yourself. I think this is an amazing topic. So excited to talk about it today and I hope you really enjoy the episode and can take this into your consciousness and think about how you can love yourself. I'll be back at the end of the episode to fill in any gaps. Welcome to the Notable Woman Podcast. Today's interview is with Susan Adakari, affectionately known as Suze. Suze is a certified personal trainer, nutritionist, and fitness enthusiast who educates people about eating wholesome food and taking care of their bodies. Her tagline is self-love and health support. Sign me up. Please join me in welcoming Suze. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me here. Now, can you give us a little background into who you are, what do you love, and what makes you tick? Yeah, sure. I'm a health and wellness educator for females. I help women lose weight and get their ultimate health by first incorporating self-love into their lives. Because I believe that if we don't love ourselves for who we are right now, then it becomes really difficult to achieve our goals. And even when we do achieve it, we don't fully embrace it with what we have accomplished and learn to love ourselves. So I help women mostly with self-love, then incorporate losing weight and eating wholesome food and exercising. And I love talking about self-love, as you can tell, about whole food, exercise. And I really, really dislike when people talk really bad about themselves or look down on themselves thinking that they're not enough when all of us are enough. That is awesome. I can 100% get on board with all of that. So now, how did you first decide that this was the kind of work that you wanted to do? Well, this has a very long story, but I'm going to make a long story kind of short. So I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease when I was back in college. I had a tingly sensation on my fingers and my joints used to hurt a lot. And I went to the doctor and everything. We did all kinds of tests and everything came out to be negative. So the doctor told me there was nothing wrong with me, but it just felt like half of my body was kind of paralyzed and it used to feel super heavy and it used to move from one side to another. So I started doing research and lean toward eating healthy, wholesome food and exercising slowly. And I was completely able to overcome the condition. But then what actually happened was I was healthy and I started working out and everything. But then it became over obsession. I started looking at myself in the mirror thinking that, oh, I don't like this part of my body. Oh, maybe it needs to be more toned. Maybe I don't look like the person that looks in a fitness magazine or Instagram for that matter. So I started being super hard on myself and I started being over obsessed and that led into an eating disorder. And this trend continued for so long until life 
hit me on the head and I fainted. I was living all alone in my apartment and I don't know, like I think with God's grace that I actually woke up and from then on I started to come out of the rabbit hole. I started to dig deep and realize that what I'm doing to myself and my body is wrong and I have to embrace who I am for who I am actually. And then that's how it started and this is where I am right now because of all that experience and everything. So with health condition and eating disorder is what led me into talking about health and wellness and incorporating self-love in everyone I meet with like all the women's lives that I can change. That is a really, really moving and empowering story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Now, what education and training did you get so that you could be the health coach that you are today? Um, I have a bachelor's degree in biomedical engineering, so I was actually always very fascinated by how human body worked, and when I took human physio- physiology class back in my engineering degree, and I realized that, oh, this is how our body works, this is amazing how you eat something, and this is how blood flows, and this part of your organs does this and that, and I started taking nutrition class as well. And that's how it led me into being very interested on learning about nutrition and learning about how you can incorporate a healthy food into your diet. And of course, my health condition helped me shape into who I am and what I do right now as well. And I am a very big personal development and health and wellness book junkie. So I'm pretty sure a lot of us are like that. And I read a lot and a lot of personal development books and that's how what I incorporate with my clients as well and also read a lot of health and wellness books and I am also, as you already said previously, I'm also a certified personal trainer and a nutritionist. So I bring that all together to help my clients. Wow. And a biomedical engineering degree. You don't mess around. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you. It was difficult for sure, but I really liked it because it was a lot to do with human body and I'm very interested on that. That's fascinating and I can't wait. One of my favorite questions I ask at the end is if you have a book to recommend and so I can't wait to hear your recommendations. I love books so much but let's Let's hop into the self-love part. Now, how would you define self-love? For me personally, self-love is learning to love yourself and your body no matter what, whether whatever shape or size you are, or even if you have to lay, lose 20, 30, 50, 100 pounds, you still embrace yourself for who you are and accept all your flaws and being perfectly okay and content with where you are right now and who you are at the moment, though you're trying to be a better version of yourself. Why do you think people have such problems with self-love? I think people have problems with self-love because they are always looking for that next level that we call it. So for example, as in health and wellness or trying to lose weight, they always look at it from the point where, oh, I have to lose 20 pounds. And then they look at that loss of 20 pounds being the happiness that they get. But what we don't realize is that it comes from within our 
ourselves. Am I making sense? It comes from like who we are and what we have right now. And it's not about like losing that 20 pounds, then you start loving yourself. And plus, a lot of us believe that if we get to that next level, then I'll be happy or I'll love myself. But it just overall it, it's just a grasses are greener on the other side syndromes because mm-hmm. when, when yeah once we get to that level then we still have more to achieve and we still don't appreciate all the process that we have gone through all the hard work that we have gone through to get to that point because we're like well I lost 20 pounds now I have 10 more to go but what about that 20 pounds that you lost and you aren't you supposed to celebrate that aren't you supposed to be happy with what you have accomplished so far aren't you supposed to be accepting embracing yourself for like all the hard work that you have put in so I think that's what people are always trying to get to the next level and they don't realize that everything they need is right there within themselves to be happy and to love themselves wow that's really powerful and I had never really thought about that way I certainly have thought about the the grass is greener on the other side of the fence thing because I I sort of have that problem as a person (laughs) yeah I think a lot of us do yeah but it really makes sense as well as far as your physical self is concerned and being appreciative of what you have I know that I had recently started a visualization gratitude meditation practice in the morning and one of the things that I really wanted to think was that when I worked out my body I wanted to feel strong and just by working on that visualization I feel strong yeah definitely and that lets me work out more because I you know I feel strong I feel great I feel good about myself much better than when I think like you know you're a big fatty or whatever you know (laughs) so I really do think that matters yeah it really does it really where you come from really does matter because if you're coming from a negative point of view about yourself saying oh I really dislike the way I look that's why I'm trying to lose weight then you're not gonna get your result like no matter how hard you work you might get the result but you're not gonna realize that's the result that you're looking for because you come from like a negative perspective about yourself. So if someone listening felt like maybe self-love was an issue for them how could they help identify that? I think the first and foremost thing is taking inventory of how we feel and how we see ourselves as so plus also being very careful about the words we use to describe ourselves so for example that if we use since I focus a lot on health and wellness and losing weight so I'm going to use that as an example so if somebody is let's say 50 pounds somebody has 50 pounds to lose or something like that and they talk about oh I look fat I really hate the way I look oh I don't like this flab in my arms or I, I don't think I can lose that weight because they don't have that confidence all those negative self-talk like be very careful about like what you say to yourself those are the problems where we lack self-love in so if we talk about oh I really hate the way I look oh I'm fat versus somebody who has the same pound to lose but they say 
you know what, I need to lose this weight because I love myself for who I am and because I want to have the best health, because I want to be the best mom for my children versus somebody, oh, I want to fit into this dress and I just don't look beautiful in the dress. That's why I'm trying to lose weight. So those are the things, if you can take an inventory of that, then you will realize that you're missing a self-love. That's like one of the most important ingredients when you're trying to achieve any type of dreams and that's how you can go about recognizing if you are missing self-love and if you need to figure out how to incorporate it incorporate that into your life and so let's say someone knows that they are really speaking to themselves quite negatively what would be a step that they could take to help help themselves stop that and start loving themselves so once you realize that you're talking a lot of negative things about yourself I always tell my clients to write down everything you say about yourself because once you have it in a piece of paper then you actually realize oh wow these are the things I'm saying it to myself because would you go say those things to your best friend to somebody that you really love then why are you saying all of that to yourself you know so I tell all my clients to write them down and once you write down everything that you say all the negative things that you say to yourself then swap it with is positive form I'm like 100% sure and like I promise there's positive form to anything and everything negative that you talk about yourself so for example if you say that oh I hate the way my body looks and then you can swap that to I love my body for what it can do. This is the house I live in and I embrace everything it has to offer to me. So that that simple switch and if you keep on switching everything that you wrote negative all the negative stuff that you wrote down keep on switching that to its positive form and have it handy with you and repeat it to yourself every morning and before you go to bed so you subconsciously train your brain and once you keep on repeating that a lot and to a certain extent it becomes a habit and you start actually learning and embracing yourself and you actually believe what you're saying you might not believe it for the first couple weeks then it gets to the point what where you start believing everything that you positively say about yourself so every time you go on a self sabotaging more or self-loathing activities thinking all negative stuff then pull out that piece of paper and read all the positive things that you wrote about yourself and that helps a lot to switch your mind from negative to positive instantly that is awesome i think that's a great tip so i think instead of saying something like my arms are really flabby I can say, my arms allow me to pick up my son and carry him around and hug him and love his little face. Yes, that changes the whole perspective. Awesome. I love that. Now, what would you say is the most fulfilling part of your work? I really like when my client actually learn to embrace themselves no matter where they are or how much they have to lose or even if their health is not at the ultimate if their health is not where it needs to be they still embrace themselves and then they gradually learn to achieve their goals and keep it off for good because I know a lot of females who try to 
lose weight and get to that certain number in the scale, but they don't realize that they are not loving themselves and they are depriving their body and doing all and everything negative that they can to achieve that goal, they're going to gain it all back again. So I really enjoy when my clients actually embrace themselves and achieve their goals and keep it up for good and make it a lifestyle. Now, what would you say is the most challenging part of the work you do? I'm going to have to say the most challenging part is that when people fail to recognize that they have to love themselves in order to lose their weight or be healthy, because like a lot of people, they actually want to fast forward the result and eliminate the whole self-love process and just work on outside appearance and, oh, I need to lose two pounds, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds, oh, I need to lose 15 pounds, but then they don't dig deep into why they need to and they don't realize that without loving themselves it's just gonna become 10 times harder and there comes a week where you might not be losing any weight whatsoever because that scale is not moving maybe you're gaining some muscle or maybe it's just water weight or it could be anything but your the scale is not moving and rather than telling yourself you know what I put in a lot of work this week and it might be just water weight or maybe I have gained muscle but then I love myself for putting all of this work they go around saying you know what I put in all this work and at the same time I didn't achieve anything and I'm very frustrated and I'm mad at myself for all this and that maybe I could have done better and all that negative self-talk all over again so if you don't work on that then it's gonna come back and haunt you so that's the very like the most frustrating part when people don't want to incorporate self-love and just want to fast forward to getting the result that they want to achieve i have definitely been there so i can (laughs) see that too being a problem yeah now what would you say is the biggest assumption that people make about you i think the biggest assumption people make is that Unless and until I tell people about my history of medical condition and eating disorder, they always think that I've always learned to love myself and wellness was always a big part of my life. But that's really, really far from the truth because it has been a roller coaster ride. Like I have gone through a lot of self-sabotage, negative self-talk and eating disorder and health condition. And I have to make sure that I keep my health ultimate and I have to like I went through a big change in lifestyle and big mental shift to be where I am right now but a lot of people that they always think that oh she has always learned to love herself for who she is or she has always been this thin or she has always learned to exercise so it came easy for her but that's not true you know I think that that's powerful so that the rest of us know that it, it's possible. Yeah, for sure. We're all very similar when we start sharing our stories. We'll be like, we would think, oh, wow, we are so similar to each other. And we have gone through the same path. Like, unless and until we share, we're never going to know what someone has gone through. Now, what would be one takeaway you would want people to get from this podcast episode? So if if people forget everything and anything that I have said so far, then I want them to realize this one thing. I want them to realize that they can achieve their goals and dreams and anything that they set their mind to it. And it starts with loving themselves for who they are at first. 
Now, you've mentioned that you are a book lover, so automatically we are besties. <laughs> what book would you love to recommend to the audience? And you could recommend more than one if you want to. My favorite, favorite one is You Are a Badass. Have you read that book yet? I have it. I started it. I'm about, I think I'm about three or four chapters in. So it's really good so far. Yeah, I love it. I have like, I'm more of an audible junkie. So I've listened to it probably like six six times so far. I love that book. Like it puts into perspective and I'm also like currently listening to Universe Has Your Back. I just finished that. I love it. And I love that book too. Like I'm on like chapter three or four so far and I really like it. So my favorite one is You Are a Badass for sure. But I think the universe has your back is a second favorite one right now. Awesome. Both great books. I'll definitely put links for both of those. Now, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would they connect? They can definitely find me on my website. It's www.fitbodyandhealthbalance.com. But I'm mostly very active in my Facebook group. And it's thebalancercommunity.co. So there, I you can ask me any questions that you have about self-love or if you need healthy recipe or any kind of workout, at-home workout if you're super busy or just to connect with like-minders uh, who will help you achieve your goals. But I'm always, always very active in my community. Awesome. I will definitely put links for both your website and your Facebook group on the show notes page. And now just out of curiosity, what part of the world are you coming to us from? I'm currently in Virginia. Nice. So yeah, near to where you are, we're still, we're both in same time same zone. Same time zone. What's the yeah. weather like in Virginia? It's actually really cold today. It wasn't bad until yesterday or day before, but today was 34 degrees. I don't like cold, so. Same here. Same here. My husband went out to visit an old friend in town on Saturday night, and he left, and he was wearing, a, you know, a button-down, a sweater, and a leather jacket, looking all cool and hip and everything. <laughs> And then while he was out, torrential, huge storm, woke up the baby, freezing, oh, no. cold, and he was not happy when he got home. But it's been cold ever since then. I'm sure. I was actually in New York this past weekend, and it rained on Saturday, I think. It was mm -hmm. cold. Yeah, Saturday night, and Sunday was so windy. Yeah, crazy, crazy weather. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. I think your message about self-love is so important and so necessary, so I really, really, really appreciate it. I had a really great time talking to you, and thank you for having me in your show. Isn't Zeus just a treasure? I loved her just when we were first chatting and now getting a chance to talk to her one-on-one -on -one was amazing. I think this is a really, really important topic and it's something that we all need to address. In our society, we're constantly looking at images that aren't even real. And so here you are comparing yourself to a stylized, perfected version of reality. And that is not true. And so I think that stepping away from that, focusing on ourselves, remembering that we are fabulous, just as we are, is so important to me. It's such a big part of this podcast. And so this is a really important episode to me. I hope that you enjoyed it and I'll catch you again next week. Bye for now.